Welcome to the Take 5 podcast from Fortnet. You give us a few minutes and we provide five cybersecurity tips and best practices for today's technology's leaders. This podcast series taps into the experience from Fortnet Field CISO team focusing on the need for dynamic cloud security in key industries. I'm your host, Renee Taran, Fortnite's Deputy CISO, and today we'll be talking with Courtney Radke, Fortnet CISO for our retail practice, and he'll be talking about dynamic cloud in the age of omni-channel. Welcome, Court. Hey, Renee. Thanks for having me. All right. Let's jump right into it. Retailers are expanding or deploying cloud workloads at, at record pace, You know, many of them for the first time. Can you describe some of the major challenges that exist for both that, the early cloud adopters and those that are just embarking on their cloud journey? Yeah, so you know the events of the last several months in this year have have really separated retail in, into two camps, and that's been the survivors and the thrivers. And and what's dictated who is a thriver um, was really determined many years ago by by what uh, you know the membership of this camp was really decided over the last few years by those that place stock in technology, those that um, were early adopters or fast followers into uh, a lot of a lot of times into cloud adoption. So some of the challenges right now are really just the speed and the scale at which cloud workloads have to be uh, spun up. I've talked to many customers over the last uh, several weeks of those that had zero digital e-commerce platforms, and they had to go from zero to 100 really overnight. And now that accounts for upwards of 20 to 30% of their entire business. So speed and scale, do they need to continue to scale that out to, to meet customer demand? And if they do, can they, can they effectively scale down in the ebbs and flows? And then an another challenge was, do they go custom or do they go custom off the shelf? Do they do a cot solution? So, you know, for many, for many times, if it was kind of a vanilla organization, they could go with a cot solution. But most of the time they had to go with something custom and, and a lift and ship from zero to 100 using a custom solution uh, took a while. And so a lot of times that also uh, necessitated that there maybe have been some corners cut. Security is one of those corners. So I think right now we're in a time of great reflections when retailers are going to see that um, they deployed solutions out of necessity, but they're going to have to go back and determine if the solution that was deployed meets their overall security maturity. And, and then kind of, a, kind of a third challenge is with all the new cloud workloads out there and just with the uh, contingent of people using cloud workloads and mobile apps and things like of that nature, the proliferation of data uh, is just growing exponentially. So how do you protect the growing amount of data that's collected? How do you determine what should be collected and why? Um, retail has always been a front and center industry, always in the front of the news. Everybody's, you know, everybody's seeing retail, it's customer facing. So being a good data steward and protecting customer cloud applications right now um, with, with, the, with the hyper focus on, on uh, you know, governance, risk and compliance and data privacy regulations, I think that's key. So th those are kind of the, you know, the, the overarching challenges, but there's obviously a lot more, but those are kind of the ones that, that come to top of mind. Yeah, so as these retailers are flocking to the cloud for, you know, to achieve that business agility and scalability to, to meet their customers' demand, you know, there's often a perception of inherent security. You know, while many cloud providers do have security features and add-on security services, you know, these are mostly successful at protecting against the infrastructure-level attacks um, as opposed to the higher-level attacks such as APTs. You know, where does the responsibility ultimately lie to protect cloud workloads and how can these retailers ensure, you know, greater level of security maturity in the cloud? Yeah, it's a great question. And, and the answer is uh, uh, the responsibility relies with no one 
and it relies with everyone. It, it, you know, ultimately, if an incident occurs, if if there's a data breach, if data is out there, if a customer's information is compromised, the retailer is ultimately the responsible party. But whether it was their fault or not, they're the ones in the news. They're the ones that have to have the brand reputational harm as as a you know result of that event. It's their name in the news. So while it's true that you know cloud providers have made great strides to provide additional protection for cloud workloads, they are definitely not inherent protections. You know, the, what, what cloud providers have is, um, you know, infrastructure as a service. They have a lot of these things that, that allow for quick, um, you know, expansion of business capabilities. But many times security um, is an additional license or, or an additional service. So for retailers to protect against, you know, these advanced threats and, and, and provide, you know, an available service and performance optimization in kind, they need to look uh, into the vendor and partner community. You know, so doing so allows retailers not only to scale quickly and securely using these cloud infrastructures and services and, and focus on running their business and their customers, but also provide uh, security. It, you know, security is not inherent. We, we, we talk on this all the time. Security um, it needs to be an underpinning of anything um, that, you know, any industry does. But in retail, again, it's customer facing. So security needs to be a cornerstone of what they do. And I think oftentimes there's just, um, you know, a, a naive sentiment that that cloud provides you inherent security and that's just not the case so i think looking to the vendor and partner uh, community to provide um, the securities un underlay and overlays is really where uh, retailers need to focus yeah absolutely so you know obviously retailers face a lot of threats and and staying on the track of the threats you know that they face in the cloud you know what are some of the common areas of concern that retailers are facing right now and you know how has the pandemic impacted retailers ability to protect themselves you know from these taxes you know technology deployments have increased without in-kind staffing and training yeah you know there was you, you see for every statistic there's another statistic so you know what we've seen and, and what we've heard is, is there, there can be upwards of 90 percent of account logins or account creations uh, on loyalty and mobile apps are non-legitimate. You know, th th this is ATO and credential stuffing at, at its core. So, you know, how do you protect against, you know, for the 10% of customers that you really want from the 90% of non-legitimate attacks? And I think, um, you know, it, it's a never-ending battle. It's a defense in-depth strategy. So, you know, keeping customers safe, keeping cloud services available is is absolutely critical critical you know we, we talked about atps atos credential stuffing we're, we're getting into you know you know acronym <laughs> nightmare here but there's a lot of you know uh security concerns for retailers and, and you know when we're talking about uh concerns it's not just in security it's also about availability we're, we're not dealing in minutes sometimes not even seconds but milliseconds to provide great customer experiences so we need to make sure that you know retailers have the ability to keep their services available secure obviously but keep them available so the first step there and you'd be surprised by how many people still don't do this is have a WAF um, just a WAF fronting their cloud workloads that, that should be the first step accompanied by a defense and depth strategy as as many retailers are, are making their move from you know traditionally on-premises data center applications you know a database that they have stored somewhere centrally and moving it into cloud and now multi-cloud WAF followed by defense and depth strategy be key and and the 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 concern that you touched on uh, as well was without in-kind staffing and training. There's too much tech. Some of these people, again, went from zero to 100. They've got 300% cloud adoption uh, over what they had. 
there's too much tech and there's not enough people. Staffing and training have not kept up. So, um, you know, as these uh, digital transformation initiatives, customer experience initiatives have kept going, um, retailers have found that they need to integrate automate and orchestrate their network and security operations so that so that they're not inundating their existing network and security staff. They're not hiring. You know, the, the OPEX dollars have to be cut from somewhere. And unfortunately, it's been from staffing and training. So being smarter, having your network and security work for you um, is a key strategy employed by retailers right now. Yeah. And also, I mean, for a lot of organizations, there's been that shift from, you know, work from home. You know, retail has traditionally not been an industry where work from home um, has been adopted with you know, regularity. You know, be here, be present and be productive are, you know, all things retailers believed, you know, at their core and couldn't do in a full time work from home model. But now we're seeing that retailers, like many industries, uh, are seeing the work from home as a viable long-term option due to, in large part, to the availability of SaaS applications and ability to support, you know, business operations that have shifted to the cloud. You know, how are retailers ensuring their employees are secure and productive in this new model? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 much more difficult today uh, in the work from home model. The branch office. You know, as you said, retail has not been a traditionally work from home model. So, you know, now we're taking the branch office or, uh, you know, the corporate office or or your or your DR site is now your home office. And you're also in the, you know, retailers, the employees are now sharing that space with the rest of their family. We have to treat these spaces as a coffee shop, if you will. So, you know, branch offices uh, is now the home office, is now the work from home, is now competing with the school from home and all these other things. But the, you know, ultimately, you can't protect what you can't see. So we, we obviously see an influx of VPN, secure VPN uh, used uh, for, for work from home models, but we also see deployment of, of small branch offices or, or small secure SD branches, if you will, for greater visibility, security, but, but also performance. We're all reliant on digital communications now. I don't know how many Zoom meetings or team meetings or whatever meetings I've been on um, and my internet goes out or something happens. So availability is also key now. So, you know, it's obviously security. They need to to be able to see, have visibility over uh, their employees' environments, but they also need to provide them with um, the ability to perform work uh, effectively. And, and so we're, we're seeing a, a deployment of secure SD branches. We're, we're also seeing... You know, maybe an uptick in the you know help them help themselves mentality. It, ultimately, layer eight is still um, the, the key, the attack vector. Um, so email, you know, email is still the attack vector of choice. So protection here really pays dividends. So we're seeing retailers uh, and all industries kind of double down on on email security, adding in services such as sandbox detonation, detonation and deception um, to create a more secure environment. You can train and train and train all day, but at some point the users need to believe that you are actually providing them some protection. What you know? What is the security team doing? So training is absolutely critical, but it's nice to know that your employer, employer, you know, that the company is working to protect you in kind. The one-click phishing alert, the send to help desk, the external, uh, you know, email notifications and flags. Those those are kind of key. So I think setting up the ability uh, for uh, employees for, for for you know the work from home workforce to to keep this work from home model long term securely and effectively and with with better performance is key and then helping them help themselves providing greater inherent security um, uh, from the threats that already existed like like email gotcha are there areas that may go unlooked uh, when as retailers have made this paradigm shift to the cloud you know what are some key takeaways you know for retailers as we close out 2020 and going into 2021 
Yeah, you know, as we talk about cloud, how easy is it to, to spin up a cloud workload? If, if, if I work for any industry, if I have a credit card and my name is tied to that, in, that company somehow, I can spin up a cloud workload in the name of that company. And, and what this leads to is we spin up something out of necessity and then we move on to the next thing or the cheaper thing or the, 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 what we feel has you know, higher performance. And what this leads to is cloud sprawl. What this leads to is orphan databases. And what this leads to is um, data compromisation. So what, we're, what a big concern right now is as retailers, mainly you know the ones that are for the first time, but also the ones that are having to expand rapidly, we're seeing a lot of cloud sprawl. They're moving between different cloud providers and they're leaving artifacts in each of the different clouds. They're not secure. There's not um, good identity management there. So orphan databases, a good way to protect against that, you know, against the cloud sprawl and, and seeing what, you know, uh, the users are doing is employing cloud workload protection and CASB. So when and how they access uh, and, and where they access from with a CASB solution and then, you know, how secure are your cloud workloads? What data is going in and out um, is cloud workload protection. So we know more of the businesses shift to the cloud. So CASB and cloud workload protections uh, solutions are going to be uh, de deployed with more regularity. And, and, and really, that kind of leads to another thing. And another unlooked thing we see is your office is sitting right in front of you all day, every day. Um, and so this leads to kind of a, um, a self-care uh, type situation where we, we, you know, employees are now promoting self-care because they know when workloads are being accessed. They know how they're being ac accessed from where if, if, you know, this person is uh, accessing the cloud infrastructure at two o'clock in the morning every day consistently, as well as seven o'clock in the morning, they have, uh, they feel that there's a duty now to provide some self-care. So setting baselines with cloud workload protection and CASB from a security standpoint, but also promoting self-care and this work-life balance. And, and then I think the, the other one, and it's kind of just, you know, underpins everything and is kind of an, an overlay of everything is just being available available for the customer. Retailers do not have the luxury of saying, hey, we're closed for business. Yes, you, you don't have a, a storefront, but now it's gone from bricks to clicks. So more digital shoppers, um, and, and not being available for the shoppers will sink the business faster than anything else. So I, I think overall, just to kind of tie it all together, retailers have to be available for the customer, wherever that customer is, whether it's, you know, in a restaurant industry, it's drive-through curbside pop-up locations or retailers, it's BOPIS, wh what have you. Retailers must be available for the larger contingent of digital shoppers that are there now, and that will probably remain um, for some time to come. Well, great, Courtney. Thank you for your valuable insights on retails. And thanks for everyone for joining for this episode of Take 5. Visit our website, www.fortnet.com retail for more information on securing retail. In our next episode, we will cover dynamic cloud security for healthcare. The Take 5 podcast is brought to you by Fortnet, securing your digital innovation across the entire digital infrastructure, whether in networked, application, multi-cloud, or edge environment.